everyone, and welcome to the Legion of Myth live stream. Episode number 186, coming into being, born upon this day, the 27th of October, 2018. Warn your children, for it is set loose upon the world. Thanks to your dark summoners, Alex Gothon Marsh and Brett Heathen Dog Grissima. <laughs> <laughs> good to be here on this buoyant, jubilant Saturday night. I believe that Halloween is happening soon. Yeah, a couple days. A couple days. Uh, my, my son insists on a handmade costume every year, so I, I delegate that to my wife. I usually did that when I was a kid, but it wasn't because I wanted a handmade costume. It's because I wanted to go as like a robot or a tank, and right. you couldn't buy that in a store. You couldn't get those, right. Right, yeah. so usually my costumes were made out of spray paint and boxes. And a right. lot of strange yeah. looks. Yeah. My, last year, uh, my wife made a ghost costume that incorporated sewn-in lights Ooh. that changed color. And this year, he is a Minecraft squid, which required a frame, cloth, spray paint, uh, cutting up a pair of jeans, stuffing them to make the legs. It's going to be difficult to collect candy in that. Oh, there's holes for his arms. All right. So he like, he's, he's, like, uh, he's like Ralphie from christmas story yeah can't put his arms down yeah he's like that <laughs> no, i was uh yeah the year i dressed up as a tank I actually could not collect candy because i was in a giant cardboard tank there was no hatch yeah yeah so i had like my mom's had like sit there very bored and like hold out my bag for me he's like he's in the tank <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be on trick or treat from my tank right right yeah that was me <laughs> oh come out you're dangerous stranger <laughs> uh, but it was cool Yes, it was. I was the only kid in the street in a tank. Tell you what. That, that's true. Anything exciting happening for you today, Heathen Dog? Oh, today? No, I just slept a whole lot. And, that's good. Uh, that's good. That's about it. That's good. Hey, I... look at that. What? I didn't know that happened. Yeah, that's neat. I didn't yeah. put that in there. Yeah. Someone with talent did that. So yeah, someone with uh, with all of the monies to throw at professional software did that one. Or uh, means of acquiring them. Or means of acquiring them. I'm right. pretty sure he's checked the money. I'm, yeah, pretty sure we, we are not that cool. No. But today, we're actually going to, not other than Halloween, we're going to talk about Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dog anime special. That's right. <laughs> Naruto Uzumaki, is he a born hero or just a lucky idiot? Well, I got my opinion. I know, I got my opinion too, but we're going to go through several points in his life, and then at the end, we're going to tally up uh, pros and cons, and we'll see where you fall. All right. And in Garthon's comic poll, we're talking about Spider-Ged number two, Action Comics 1004, and Star Wars Dr. Afra number 25. And then in the RNG, we're going to talk about the just-announced Star Trek Lower Decks. Nice. And if you don't know what that is, we'll tell you in the RNG at the end of the show. So there you go. Stay tuned. Yeah, that's right. Yay, Dr. Afra. I like Dr. Afra. Interesting care. So, special thanks to all of our subscribers. We greatly appreciate all of your contributions that helps keep this going. Uh, all, we appreciate all of our new subscribers in October. We have a lot, actually, who just happened. Yes. We appreciate that. And especially our patrons, G-Ren, Illuminati. I can talk. <laughs> that was the Halloween uh, Cthuloids getting to. It. There you go. There you go. So I tried to pitch Lieutenant Tardgrave for lower decks. <laughs> hey, for animated, he, that would work. Yeah, that would work out great, yeah. Uh, G-Ren, thank you so much for becoming that level, the Illuminati level. 
Streamlabs Baldahar, thank you very much. Through Twitch, Zon Truxum, aka Zon, thank you yeah, he's so up much. To, he's up to 14 grand now. Yeah, he's been cheering some serious times. We appreciate yeah. that, Zon. Thank you so much. And thank you for your generous donations of video games, which you've given away on the stream and also played on the stream for you guys. Thank you so much. Yep. Like, follow, subscribe. Upcoming activities in November. That's that's like next month. It is. I'm good. A few days from now. Yep. Oh, okay. we're gonna have a new giveaway. Yes, we are. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna get to give away yet. I mean, last time was uh was an SSD. That was pretty good. That was uh, very good. This time could be RAM. Could be it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something physical. Something physical. Yeah, hmm. something physical, but not over a hundred dollars, but around the fifty dollar mark. Hmm. And then uh, of course the games. We're gonna get some Steam games to to give away as well. All right. Uh, twenty sub entries will activate. Will activate also the RX five eighty GPU giveaway again. Yes. That, they're yes. not saying you have to I mean, create new subs, but if you are sub yeah. to... Yeah, I mean, we, we have enough subs right now yeah. to activate They just everything. have to all show up and do it. Yeah. So, and 10 follower go. entries to activate up to three Steam games. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Also, as always, Gen Con 2020 is two years away. Year Start and a half. saving now. Start saving. You don't those... want to be short on this. You do not want to run out of money halfway through. Start saving the duckets. Ticket registration, January 2020. Activity sign-up, May 2020. Event, August 2020. We know it's early. Start planning now to hang out with your friends at the Legion of Myth. And Heathen Dog. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, get it. Got it. Get it. <laughs> what? Ah! Are you implying that you're people's friend? I'm implying that you just knifed me in the back. I'm just implying that you don't have any friends. Actually, I'm pantomiming that you just knifed That's me in the true. back. That's true. That wasn't implying. That was a, that was a direct <laughs> statement. <laughs> Pretty much was I'm kidding. Heathen Dog loves all of you equally. I'm not saying how much. If, that if I had was. more than one kid, I'm the dad who said, "Yeah, I, I, I like your brother more." Sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... you're just a douchebag. <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. And as always, you can join the Legion, join Discord, tweet us at Legion Myth, YouTube. Join us, follow us, Twitch, do that. Audio version, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, everywhere. Elgarian, you say that to both of them. <laughs> oh, put them against each other? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm not, I'm not that evil. I'm just truthful. You must evil, fight evil for, for me my is love. more incidental. It just happens. Daddy, who do you love most? The best, the greatest among you. How shall you prove this? That's true. Uh, Duncan uh, did introduce both Cold Blue Space and Jagoro to me, so he is <laughs> low on my list. Uh, Cold Blue Space was a learning experience, you know? A learning experience. I, like, I like, like I, learning to get your arm cut off is see, detrimental to the rest of your I life. Appreciate I appreciate the Star Trek Online Foundry mission Cold Blue Space the same way I appreciate having experienced basic training. I would never do it again, but I appreciate what I learned from it. If only I, I learned never to do that again. No, no, I'm, um, yeah. No. And and Cold Blue Space had the bonus of being a lot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> As always, your support keeps us going. Patreon subscriptions, generous donations, getting our gear, shop.expression.com, or cheering us through Twitch. The most immediate way to let us know what you like. and Well, if you don't like it, cheer and say you suck. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll know. Yeah, if you, if you cheer 25 or more, the you suck will just come right on the screen. That's right. Uh, yeah. Elgarian has had dreams where he had to repeat basic training, and they were horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never had a pleasant dream that went that way. No, I actually don't recall dreaming in basic training or about basic training afterward. It's sure as long as you don't keep right watching the vid because it was so funny. Oh, that video, man. 
My favorite part is when Heathen Dog totally gives up. He just can't. He can't do it I anymore. Can't, I can't talk. I couldn't breathe. I had to leave. It was just... <laughs> I actually exited the game and went, nope. And exit the game, drink heavily, and say, I can't nope. believe this exists in the world. Nope. This happened why do, to me. Why is awesome. proof of man's inhumanity to man? And Max Leon Gary, Max is streaming on YouTube right now. Folks at Interaction yes. at Topical Commentary with Gameplay Distraction. That sounds uh Yeah, he he wants he wants to have conversations with people. He's he's working on his people skills. Mm, he well, that's like twenty years too late. Um <laughs> also he's YouTube Tabletop now. Gaming. He knows I love him. He knows I have big heart for him. Sure. Um hey, he's one of the few people who deals with me. So uh, you can check out Earth Dawn Beastmaster. The Earth Dawn series has been going gangbusters. You can check that out. Even if you don't play Earth Dawn, because it's a good series, it'll look at how another game operates. And soon, probably happening at some point. Yep. Well, in the next uh, month and a, uh, month and a half from now, almost exactly a month and a half from now, he will his job is going to significantly lighten up. Okay, just this is the special roast episode of, of Evidently. You'll get your turn, Algarian. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Elgarian. Speaking of Elgarian, Shroud the Avatar for Sacred Virtues. Most days yeah. at 9 Central. Always fun to watch. Uh, Soda Links, Role Players of the Avatar, RPO.com, the premier role player site for Shroud the Avatar, and SodaHelp.org, the premier help site. Elgarian's involved in all of that. All that. Yes, he is. And also, he's streaming every single evening as well. That's yes. why you'll see so him far, like, interrupting days in a row. Yeah. yeah, 18 days in a row. Craziness. So we, we, we love it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's crazy. And do you know what people really appreciate, though? What's that? The disclaimer. Oh, here we go. The opinions expressed in the episode are solely the opinions of the host <laughs> or commentator. <laughs> not represent the entire leader of this organization. Why make it ever find a family-friendly atmosphere? Maybe the case is a foul, even offensive language. Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. Oh, God. There it is. <laughs> Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> it's probably bad. It should be even darker today. Oh, yeah, we bats. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, <laughs> I nice. even look like Christian. I do look like Christian Bale. What are you kidding? <laughs> With these packs? Come on now. Oh, oh. Wait, we got to do this. Well, no, no. You're Christian Bale in another movie. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's super method. So. <laughs> super. That's true. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think something's happening soon. My my bat sense is tingling. What could it be? My friends, the nights are getting colder. The northern hemisphere. We're not gonna talk. No, there's nothing. That's what we're talking about in the southern hemisphere. So I can mention that. So the nights are getting colder and darker. Mm -hmm. And as the darkness seeps out from the holes where it hid, and hiding from the heat and the light of the summer, it comes creeping the shadows fomenting discord and distrust wherever it goes creating terror and the night you try to sleep you hear a cry in the distance is it a cat is it the wailing of a babe S forced from suckling upon that which it loves nothing left come to it. it cries into the night calling out for help it has no joy nothing left to live for my friends but still life always struggles on 
it finds something more. And you wait, but the darkness still keeps coming, my friends. You have to find a way to stop it. Is that through through religion? I do not know. You have to find your own, my friends. Is it through the love of another? Is it the arms of the entanglement of passions you find in that one special person? Is it in the family you bring into this world? What can stop the darkness, my friends? I give you this answer! Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, and me on the stream. <laughs> Thank you, Carmine. I appreciate it. All right, today we are going to do a bit of a dive into not only one anime, but one character in one anime. Mm. And that is Uzumaki Naruto throughout the Naruto series. Now, we're going we're gonna to try and figure out today, is he a hero or an idiot? Don't know yet? Can I vote? You have, you, you already, well, don't, I, don't vote till right all now? of the information is in. All right, I'll do that. But the first information we'll look at is the details. Uh, directed by uh, Hayato Date, mostly. Now, uh, since I'm going two different series here, Naruto, the first series, and Naruto, the second series, I'm giving the people who mostly directed and wrote. And mostly directed and mostly written, uh, Junki Takagame, mostly. They, they did the most episodes out of anyone. So they get the billing. Plus, I was running out of space. So there you go. Uh, music, uh, the uh, uh, Musahashi project, uh, uh, Toshio Musada and Yashaharu Takanashi. Uh, Yashaharu did everything for the Naruto second series. Uh, Studios Perot throughout, licensed by Mad Entertainment and Viz Media. Original network TXN, which is a subsidiary of TV Tokyo. And it went from the first episode of, the, of Naruto the original, September 21st, 1999, to the last episode of the second series, March 23rd, 2017, for a total of 720 episodes. That's a pretty good spread. Yes, and you can watch them all on Hulu. Oh. Yes. Now, let's get to the meat of this. Okay, I'm going to go through Naruto Uzumaki on uh, two different levels. One, age, and two, power jumps. Okay? Because j just, just like Goku, he goes through power jumps throughout the series. But luckily, uh, the, 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 the two series give, uh, give definitive ages where he is. In this whole thing, so I can do that. So, right. Uzumaki Naruto, or Naruto Uzumaki, 12 years old, he becomes a ninja. He graduates the academy and becomes a ninja and starts his first ninja mission. Now, he graduated the bottom of his class. He has no natural ability, no patience, ADD big time, no ability to focus on a task. He gets bored after three seconds if it's not completely interesting to him, which is nothing. Uh, he has no redeeming value as a ninja except red shirt meat shield. But hey, he's, he's really good at being a meat shield because the side effects of having a, a, a mystical tailed beast squished inside him, which he doesn't know about yet, uh, is he has vast chakra reserve. Chakra is the is the energy that uh, that people can manipulate to create ninja magical ninja effects. He has a vast reserve of this because because of his jinjerki status. And uh, he heals much more rapidly than a normal human. Like uh, most most wounds, if they aren't broken bones, uh, they heal overnight. He wakes up completely healed. Now, I should have I should have said this earlier. If you're not familiar with Naruto Shippuden or or, or Naruto at all, uh, this is going to be a little confusing to you because I can't explain everything. I tried to go through that. It went an hour. So yeah, you if you are really, familiar... 720 episodes. If you yeah, spend 30 seconds per episode, you're still looking at hours. 
Exactly. So I'm sorry if you haven't watched it. Uh, I do have, I did go through, I believe, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Uh, I did do a rough uh, review of it. And if uh, Max Ai wants to, he can throw it on screen for us. But uh, yeah, so it, it's going to be a little, little weird for you. So I'm sorry. So that's when he started. Well, when he hit 13 is when he discovered Beast Chakra Mode. Now, Ooh. this is... Uh, uh, he he gets he gets chakra directly from the the evil creature that it's locked inside of him. All right, so this no, gives him probably some, not the best plan. But he still no one has told him the dangers yet, so I can't blame him for this. I can't blame him because he's purposefully kept completely ignorant of right. the existence of his being inside him. If someone's giving you right. free candy and no one's told you, hey, you know, free candy guy, he's bad. Yeah, he's got he puts razor blades in every other one. No. People don't tell you that, then you don't know. All right. Anyway, there are some benefits to this. Uh, uh, He gets increased strength and speed. He gets actual regeneration instead of increased healing. What I mean by actual regeneration is uh, he healed from a hole in his chest. Sure, it was his shoulder, but not his heart. That's pretty impressive. He healed that in about five seconds. That's better than I could do. Yes. And he has superhuman stamina. Because he's not using his own personal reserves of energy to move and jump and punch and stuff like that. He's oh, using so do he's I. using the well, yeah. He's he's using the 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 evil being with inside inside him to well, do I, all this stuff. Now that's what I do too. Good job. Well, this has obviously drawbacks. He becomes more feral. Obviously, the look on his face you can tell. His eyes turn red. They get slits like a predator's eyes, and uh, his facial features change, and he gets uh, uh, pointed teeth. And claws. Yeah, and there's an and claws, yes. And there's an inherent danger with this. The the more times he calls upon the purposefully calls upon the uh the tailed beast chakra within him, the seal gets a little looser. The little mm. the little stopper that's keeping it inside him. So every time he does that, the beast is closer and closer to getting out. And the more power he pulls out, the more he gets to use, but the less control he has. He gets more and more feral the more power he pulls out at once. And there was one point where he almost killed a teammate because he could not discern friend from foe at that point. All right. But this is where we end the first uh, uh, series. Uh, Naruto. No, no, not season. Definitely not. Uh, I believe the first Naruto had 220 episodes. Jeez. So, uh, no, this is the first series. All right. And it's right here. Now, I'm going to give him a thumbs down on this one because this is just bad. I mean, uh, Beast Chakra Mode is bad. It bodes badly for everyone. Every time he uses it, sure, it's an immediate gain, but he's oh, just God. taking off time from his life. Just borrowing from the future is basically what he's doing. So I can't, I can't say this is good. So, again, loser. Right. Okay, now we'll move on to Naruto at 15 years old. This is after a two-year time skip, the second series starts. Now, in this one, he learns Sagema, or uh, a Toad Sage. He becomes a Toad Sage, where he's able to draw nature energy into himself. That's the natural energy, kind of like the force, really, the way they explain it. It's the force. It's the natural energy that binds all things together. Seriously. Yeah, it's the force. Yeah. Okay, so he can draw that into him, and go into sage mode or sage mode. Now with this, he never tires because nature energy is so replenishing 
that as long as he's using that to move around, he never physically tires from exertion. All right. Extreme sensory abilities. He can he can sense a singular person throughout an entire city of people. He can find one person almost instantaneously. Great. Superhuman. Oh, yeah. Superhuman strength and reflexes. The, the, the nature energy suffuses all the cells in his body. He's able to react so much faster than a normal human and have so much more strength than a normal human. It's almost ridiculous. Almost ridiculous. We get to ridiculous later. Don't worry. We're going to get there. And, of course, he has what's called Frog Kumite, which I think is a stupid name. So I usually call it Sage or Sage, sage Kumite. But well, he uh, has frog what, eyes to the picture. Yes, I know that because because he learned to draw nature energy from frog sages. Yes, from that now, giant frog le- guy. Exactly. If you learned it from uh, a snake sage, you would get snake features. And you'd look a lot cooler. And you'd look a lot cooler. You would. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> frog kumite allows him to extend his reach invisibly to create a very short range uh, distance attack when he's punching or kicking. So he when he kicks someone and misses... He can actually take the kinetic energy and move it to the side or up or down or left, right, or forward to connect. Ooh, nice. So dodging it is all but impossible because you think you dodged it, then you got hit from an invisible force. It's great. That sounds pretty good. It has some limitations, not drawbacks, mind you. It has no drawbacks. It has limitations. You can't gather nature energy while your body is moving. You have to be completely still. All right. Which makes sense. You got to you got to literally center yourself. Yeah. To gather nature energy. So, he has a 5-minute time limit. He can gather enough nature energy inside him at one time to then start moving around and be in be in sage mode for 5 minutes and then it wears off. Now, this less the minute uh the the time limit is eaten away if he does huge attacks because it draws out more nature energy. And the and he's basically drawing on his reserves, and he he flounders back into normal, normal Naruto much much quicker. Now, I gave this a thumbs up, a thumbs down, thumbs up because yeah, Sage mode has no drawbacks, no bad things. Unlike unlike the Beast Chakra mode, this has no drawbacks. This is not going to kill you. It's great, but the downside is that he has he has his other power. He just didn't learn how to use it properly. And by this time, now he knows the thing inside him. He knows what he is. And instead of exploring that, he just shuns it, which is the wrong call. So, yes, he's not putting everyone and himself in danger anymore. No, he's got this other source of awesome power that he's not properly channeled. But okay, I'll give him this one. I'll give him this one because having almost killed your teammate whom you like a lot, probably I I might shun the dark side of myself as well. Okay, fine. Gotcha. Now, go to the next. Kurama mode. This is uh, Naruto at 16. This is when he learned how to control the the beast within. Kind of like, you know, Bruce Banner getting a handle on the Hulk, right? He actually... uh, uh, changed the mind of the of the nine-tailed beast inside him, learned his name, Kurama, and befriended him. So now he's no longer locked inside his body. He just resides in his body willingly, which which gives him a perfect merging of human and tailed beast chakra and abilities. Now, this is cool. Special powers. 
he can sense others intent like if someone is perfectly uh hiding but hiding in order to kill someone or to hurt somebody he will sense the intent of their of their conviction rather than sensing them because he can't it's really great for rooting out spies and stuff and and people who have who have uh really dedicated themselves to masking their presence like like you know super ninja spies and whatnot yeah. he can see those right away it's great he again has regeneration just like in in the beast chakra mode only there's no downside to it now supernatural speed and uh speed and strength unlike in beast chakra mode and in sage mode which was superhuman this is supernatural this goes beyond this goes beyond what humans are possible of we're now we're now in the territory of you know energy beings and gods and whatnot that's how strong he is in this thing vast chakra reserve because now he's using his own and an immortal energy beings chakra that's a lot that's a whole lot lot. and he can create up to nine quote-unquote arms of of chakra energy to grasp things and punch people and hold things and stuff like that because hid the beast inside him has nine tails so he can create nine false appendages out of energy great and he can assume full tailed beast mode this is a giant fox with nine tails he can assume that form it's made completely out of out of energy it's uh it's a energy based godzilla basically he can turn into godzilla that's nice bonus there are no drawbacks this form none none because he has he's in perfect harmony with the with his uh with the passenger inside him they're on the same page and bam good to go it's awesome now you thought that was great it is yeah yeah Yeah, it is it gets better oh boy now could hold something uh, in his mouth dur- now. During the last, during the last uh, fifty or so, maybe seventy-five episodes of the la- of the last series, uh, he gets visited by the originator of of ninjutsu, the the sage of the six paths, and uh, he gets visited by by this guy from the past. He sent his spirit into the future. That's how strong it was. He can travel in time, and he was uh, his he was accelerated. His potential was was accelerated. So he got the six path sage mode and karama mode he can use them at the same time now this is what this does he gets all the benefits of sage mode with all the benefits of karama mode put together which gives him even yeah which gives him even greater sensory perception he can actually sense things in another dimension that are attacking him how is that possible it's not like we guess it's useful can. if that happens to you of course you're in a bad position it, if that happens to you yeah yeah it it happens to him and the and the guy who who, who uh, tries to do it to him is really wigged out because no one no one should be able to see something in another dimension you're that's stupid well sorry buddy that's the way the cookie crumbles for you and he has access to truth seeker orbs now uh if you look in the picture you see uh you can only see three of them but there should be three black little ores behind him he can uh these are yin and yang chakra black uh shadow and light chakra merged together all right and he can change their shape he changed two of them into bow staffs as you can see or uh one bow staff that he split in half or whatever and uh yeah and he, he can change them into any shape discs shields whatever and they float around he can send them out bring them back and uh, if you touch these, you you get uh, you get your well you get your you get your butt handed to you. It is toxic to anyone he wants them to be toxic to. Oh, how nice! 
Oh, it is there. Yeah. Uh, he can regenerate other people now, not just himself. For example, Mike Guy. Who is it? That's the name of the character in the Best show. Best character in the whole series. Best character in the whole series. Uh, he opened all eight, uh, eight gates of death, which is uh, um, each, each person. Well, it's a super move. Yeah. Uh, your, your body has eight power limiters inside it to stop you from using too much energy at once. So you don't die. If you open all of these limiters, all eight of them, you will get magnificent power well beyond that of any living creature for like three minutes and then you die. Naruto with his six path saga power was able to stop the death effect at the end. He got to him before he died and he actually stopped him from dying. And Kakashi got his eye ripped out. He placed his hand on the empty eye socket when he re- when he let it go, it grew a new eye. That's nice. That's a yeah. useful guy to have around. Exactly. Now, uh, the re- the rest of this is cheater cheater because this is his final form. He would have gotten here eventually. Uh, the the uh, saga of the six paths who came back from, came from back in time to the future, kind of cheated and activated this power in him prematurely because. He really needed it right now Fair to, to face the threat that was going on at the moment. So this is uh this is bonus. Yes. This is hero level status right here. This is like, you know, you know, super Saiyan level three type stuff. This is awesome. This is, this is, this is good stuff. So that's Naruto. Now to really decide if he's a hero or an idiot, we have to look at the real bad guy of the whole Naruto series. And you don't find this guy until the end of the series. Zetsu or Black Zetsu or uh, his one of his nickname is uh, the Writhing Tongue I believe it's a nice name I guess yeah okay so he is an artificial being he's not alive he he is he's created out of out of energy all right he's ageless possibly immortal I know he doesn't age he possibly cannot die because he's not a living thing so he can't die it makes sense makes sense now since since the since the beginning of recorded history basically he's been manipulating shinobi ninjas to to free his mother i say quote because she actually created him as a as a safeguard in case she was ever imprisoned which she was and uh, he's he's been manipulating uh ninja throughout history to try and create events that bring about the return of his mother this caused the betrayal of Indra, Madara, and by extension, Obito. Now, at this point, I have to explain Indra and, and Ashura. All right. Now, I'm going to do this as quickly as possible. So if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, please throw up, uh, throw up in chat. Gartham will stop me, and I'll try to explain more. Uh, Kagura, which is the mother I'm talking about, is the originator of Chakra. All right. She was the first being on Earth to have it. She had two sons. One of them became the Sage of the Six Paths, defeating his mother and imprisoning her in the moon. It's a good prison. I recommend it. Now, he, in part, had two sons of his own, Indra and Ashura. Indra was a genius. Everything came naturally to him. Everything, everything came right away. He, and he, he, he had vast control over his own emotions. Stuff. Ashura, he was like Naruto, just started off a complete bumbling idiot and he required the help of others to get anything done. But in doing so, he formed bonds with other people. Whereas Indra being able to do everything himself 
never never saw the requirement of other people's help because he never needed it. So when they grew up, the, the Sagi of the Sis Path chose Ashura as the successor of Ninshu, or the, which is the, the, the precursor of Ninjutsu. Indra was super pissed off and ran and, and ran away, you know, pouting and crying, whatever. But Zetsu was there in the darkness, waiting for this to happen. And he whispered in Indra's ear, No, all you gotta do is go in there and kill them, and you can you can take their power and you can be the the leader. And and Indra listened to this because you know he wanted power, he wanted to be the he wanted to be the leader of it. And then he came back and they had a big huge fight. Uh Ashra and Indra fought, and Ashra won but did not kill his brother. His brother got away. All right. Now they died, but their souls, they were, they were so intent on combat with each other. Their souls reincarnated every generation and the fight would resume. Every time Zetsu would, would go to the, would go to the Indra incarnate, whisper in his ear, manipulate people around him to get him to break away from all people, sever all bonds, rely only on power because this was the way to the path to resurrect his mother. But here comes the Ashra incarnate and bam, every time beats him. Damn it. Well, he finally, he finally found his winner. He thought he did. Madara Uchiha Madara. <clears throat> oh yeah. All right. Yeah. He fought the Ashra, his Ashra incarnate, but didn't die, but got a piece of the Ashra's incarnate's chakra into himself so he got a little bit of the Sagi of the Six Paths power and he was able to extend his life greatly and do this whole big thing. Where to, and then Zetsu finally got to resurrect the, his mother that he's talking about. Now, he made a couple mistakes. One, he backed Madara after he was beaten. Yeah, not he's already plan. been beaten. Yeah, he's been beaten, man. Move on to the next guy. You're, you're immortal, dude. Move on. Move on. He didn't move on. He got excited. Yes, he, he, yeah, he stayed with Madara because he thought, I still got a shot with this guy, even after the new Indra appeared, which was Sasuke. Mm. That is the, the new Indra incarnate after Madara died. Now, he knew this because he, he's, he's, been along, he's been around for a long time. He can tell Indra and Ashura's incarnates when they come out. He's like, nope, I'm back in Madara. I'm back in his, back in his play. He didn't manipulate Sasuke to be a betrayer. Like he manipulated all of the other Indra incarnates. Hmm. Turned out to be a big mistake in the end. Madara was a, was a bad horse to back, and he lost the he lost the race. But now we can go back to Naruto, and we can actually give him a fair review on if he's a hero or if he's a loon. Here we go. Is he a hero? He might be because he never quit. Every other Ashura incarnate gave up on his Indra incarnate. At some point by giving up, I mean, in the final battles, the deciding battles, whether Indra's incarnate or Ashra's incarnate would win throughout the ages, Ashra's incarnate always tried to kill Indra, no matter if they were friends before, no matter if they had hope up until last moment that Indra would be redeemed, always went for the kill at the end. But Naruto never did that. He never severed his bonds of friendship with Sasuke even in the final battle. Now the series wants you to wants you to believe that this is why. This is why Naruto turned Sasuke back to the good side, and the cycle of Indra and Ashura's fighting was broken. And then we have the other team, which is nope, he just got lucky. And there are lots more than four. I ran out of space. <laughs> yeah, there are. 
I ran out of space. I gave my top four. Throw up in chat if you have another one, but I'm going to go through my top four. The Uchiha clan was wiped out. See, generations ago, Zetsu found a tablet left by the Sagi of the Sixth Path warning the Uchiha clan that, hey, your your uh, trademark bloodline trait of uh, ocular powers can be used to bring about a demon in this world. Be careful. He went, no, that won't do. And he changed the tablet <laughs> generations ago to make uh, Uchiha clan people strive toward that goal. Hey, you can do this. Yes, there's no downside at all. You know, he completely changed the tablet. He'll do whatever you say. It'll be great. Exactly. But the Uchiha clan was wiped out. So Sasuke in his youth was never indoctrinated into into his clan and into the mindset that's on this tablet. He lost, like I said, he was backing Madara still at this point. Madara's plan. So he was he was not giving Sasuke any attention. Sasuke left the village to train with Orochimaru. So he went off everyone's radar. And uh, in training with Orochimaru, whom he knew was going to try and take over his body at some point, he uh, strengthened his mental guard against brainwashing or indoctrination from outside forces. Well, that's Zetsu's bread and butter. So if he was going to do it, now he lost his chance. And through all this, he ignored Sasuke. He ignored the brand new Indra incarnate. Not even as a plan B. Ignored him. Big stupid mistake. He should have got a plan B. He didn't do it. He thought he was going to win. Finally, I'm going to win. And then Kurama sealed into Naruto. If Nar if now there are there were Ashura incarnates that still won, but did not have tailed beasts inside them. Right. The, the the first Hokage is an example. He had he had mastered nature nature energy Sage mode, mm-hmm. but he did not have a tailed beast inside him. And then there are other Ashura incarnates throughout history that did also have a tailed beast inside him. But if Naruto did not have a tailed beast inside him, he would have died in the first twenty or so episodes of the Naruto series definitely. Yeah, his regeneration and his his ability to unconsciously draw upon the beast chakra in times of in- extreme danger is the only thing that saved his life. This life, on at least two different occasions in the first twenty episodes. Yeah, very true. Now, there's plenty more after that. Plenty more. Again, I would have to reduce the font so you couldn't read it. Yeah, to get I mean, them all in there. Dirty basically gets ahead because blind luck and he doesn't give up. That's pretty much it. He's never the most talented, even after he gets everything. Nope. Nope. Uh, he he runs off of gut instinct, even when he's at his most powerful. He just does stuff but can't explain it. It's like, I don't know. It, it, probably the Sage Gramps gave it to me. I don't know. Right. Where someone like Sasuke is actually naturally gifted and able yes, to pay and, study. and learn and study. Exactly. If he yes, had the same no. advantages, he would have been even more powerful. Oh, God. Yes. If he had a tail beast inside him, oh, it would have been bananas. Yep. Naruto wouldn't have had a chance. If Naruto did not have the tail beast, he couldn't have done anything. He would have yeah. been dead. But any one of these things that I've given, any one of these four main things had changed, Naruto would have lost. He would have been killed by Sasuke. Yeah, pretty much. Dead. Yep. So, what do you think? All right. What, uh, what do you think of the segment? Do you think Naruto was just a lucky idiot or he was a real hero? I think it's pretty clear what Garthon and I think. Well, he was still a hero, but he was an idiot. Yes, he was. He was lucky. He also did he the right. He also believed in doing the right thing. He was, you know, he always tried to do yes. what's right. But yes, 
that wouldn't have helped him because he still had to have the power. He still had right. to have the ability to back it up. And right. if anything had gone not his way, he'd be dead. Yeah. He's a yeah. lucky idiot. Yeah, he was handed everything he needed to win. Yeah. All, all, he, all he had to do was not die, and he succeeded. Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts on Naruto himself? Throw it in chat. Throw it in the comments below. I, I'd love to get in a debate about this. I want this. This is an internet debate that I want. Duncan says lucky idiot. <laughs> lucky idiot. There you go. Yeah, this is an internet debate that I want. I want it now. And do you have any other suggestions for future anime or future specials? Any other characters that you want me to do a little bit of a dive on in your favorite anime? So I can I can dissect them and maybe come up with uh, something you don't like about them and stress that for a half hour. Lovely. I can do that too. Yay. Yay. Anyway, thank you very much, everyone. I appreciate your uh, your attention in this. I think you remember, don't miss an episode of Heathen Dog. You can go to Twitch say, oh, what if, why can't I do that? I'm going to follow your notifications. That'll be great. And ah, you can subscribe as well. And then you can get giveaways and notifications and life will be better. I'll also yeah. do the same thing with YouTube. Look at that. Zap, zap, zap. Zap, zap, zap. Yes. Very nice. Doug says he's not a fan of protagonists like this. Success turned through confluence of law rather than the internal character development. Hard told him, hey, this is life. Because this trait hard work is a villain trait. That's true. It does show... The series yep. does show Naruto train all the time, though. He's just really bad at it. He's just really, yeah, he's really bad at it. He does keep trying really hard, though. I will give him that. He does keep yes. trying. Yeah, so... It's just thing is, like, he keeps trying, and he seems to get better through luck more than his efforts. Uh, yes, kind of yes. Anyway. Yes. If you want more Heathen Dog, check YouTube. Heathen Dog, see the dogman. Animate RPG segments. His team-ups in Neverwinter, Star Trek Online, many other games. Past streams, The Adventures, The Legend of Buck Fats McCool in Star Trek Online. Monopoly Plus, This War of Mine, that was fun. I liked yes. that one. Amnesia, though, those were scary. Outlast, Outlast, or Portal. And check out his personal stream Monday, 8 p.m. 9 Central, Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion Mods. Yes, uh, I'm doing uh, Star Trek Mods, Star Trek Armada 3 right now and uh, i missed i missed monday because i was sick but uh i'm gonna complete hopefully complete my playthrough on the borg this coming monday that'll be nice so you actually play as the borg yes this time uh, it's, it's duncan's idea that sounds good yeah I, it's better than when you played as federation against all like five borgs and they just owned you well no no it, it, it didn't matter i mean uh the no I'll, I'll save that never mind all right Thank you, the dog. And I think it's time. Is it time? It's I'm time. Getting a message. It is time. Oh. Everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all ships at sea, it is now time. Yes, Gotham's comic poll. Talk about comics. Comics? Let's buy some comics and talk about them every day. Spider Geddon, number two. Written by Christos Gage. Pencils by Jorge Molina. Inks by J. Liston, Craig Young, and Roberto Poggi. Colors by David Curiel. And this cover, Jorge Molina. Okay, first you were, you went Spanish, then you went French, and you went back to Spanish. Well, there's some French-looking names. Had to, had to change right. it up. All right, cool. All right. Let's talk about this puppy. So... Um, as we discussed in previous ep episodes, the spider gen things happen again. The spider multiverse is going along. The inheritors Spoiler. like to suck the juice out of spider totems. That's how they live, by sucking uh, magical potential energy out of 
basically superheroes are people who identify strongly with totem animals and they suck that spiritual energy to live. Sure, why not? Um, well, they got beaten. And at the end of the original Spider-Geddon, Superior Spider-Man, Otto Octavius, says, okay, we've beaten them. Here's what we do. We kill them all, leave them in a gutter. All right. And we're done. Everyone looked at him as like, you monster. He's like, you want a uh, solution? There's your solution. They went, you pragmatist. Are, you are still a bad guy. He's like, if we don't do this, it'll be bad. They're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put them on this, in this universe where there's nothing left. Everything's dead. So they can't escape. We'll shove them in there. Really? There's no life, no nothing. Uh, they can't die. Still, they'll just be starving forever. Wow, that's worse. I th- kind of think so, too. But yeah. hey, they were like, so he's like, whatever, losers. And so they did that. And the Captain Britain version of Spider-Man from some other Earth and Spider-Man Noir um, and a bunch of other guys basically set up this program where they watched them for like a year. Okay. Right? Make sure they're still in there. They would send in a, ro- a robot. They sent in like a Spider-Man looking hmm. robot, which is obviously a robot, to check on them. And the inheritors would see the robot get all pissed off and destroy it. But at least they knew they, st- they would get some images, you know, sent back through the dimensional right, gate. Right, right. Yeah. True this was a bad idea. In the previous issues, they actually used the tech from the robots that got sent in. Combined to open the- up gates of their own. Right. right. Combined with the tech, uh, superior uh, Otto Octavius was using to make new clone bodies. And they used that to communicate with the clone makers to transfer themselves to the clone bodies in the prime Marvel universe and pop out. Now, a little convoluted, but okay. Right. And of course, when they did this, um, they ended up killing Spider-Man Noir and the Captain Britain Spider-Man. They just murdered those guys real fast. Um, mm. So when they got free, you know, they were playing uh, Doc Ock. This, is, this scene is showing them showing up. And the prime is like, oh, we showed up. And everyone's like, oh, hell. You got Superior Octopus, who's going to become Superior Spider-Man soon. Miles Morales, Spider-Punk, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman... Uh, for not Jessica Drew Spider Woman, but uh, Mayday yeah. May Parker Spider Woman, who in Got a it. different universe is does matter. All right, a lot of Spider people. Spider Ham, Otto Octavia, who's a heroic Doctor Octopus from Earth 1104. All the Spider people on her Earth are actually bad guys. Basically, like on her Got Earth, it. the heroes and villains are flipped. Got it. So she's actually good. But this close scope is like, oh hell, it's too late now. Whereas if they just like said, hey Doc Ock, you should check this out. Um, so they're like, oh crap, they have to start fighting them. Oh, there's a big fight. There's a couple of neat scenes in this book. Uh, like one of them is when the chaos is happening in the labs and Doc Ock tries to shut everything down so they can't make more clones. He actually points to the, uh, to Octavia Otto and says, young lady, if you are indeed an other dimensional counterpart to me, your aid is appreciated. And she starts to use computers and goes, oh, gladly. It's also intuitive. You know, so everything's really easy for her to use because it's, Hurt by someone who's just like her. Right, exactly. I thought there was some neat moments like that. Um, so eventually, they cannot... They're like, okay, they they make a run for it. Uh, Spider-Gwen, a.k.a. Ghost Spider, they still can't decide what name to use for her. Hmm. Um, says, I'll hold them off. You guys get away. They're like, no, you can't. And she's like, don't worry. I have my dimensional wrist doohickey. I'll get away. It'll be fine. They're like, uh, okay. And they leave. Uh, you can imagine, of course, what happens after that. 
Um, big fight. It looks like she dies. And next time they see uh, the female inheritor, she's wearing the dimensional wrist doohickey. So now yep. they can travel dimensions as well. So yep. super job, guys. Yeah, yeah. To which, yeah, leave. To which Octavius, Dotto Octavius, says, you know what? If we just did what I said in the first place and slit their throats and left them in a gutter. Yeah, it's supposed to be Ghost Spider now, Mar Hawkman. It's supposed to be Ghost Spider. But they keep saying Spider-Gwen on stuff. It's her own book is Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen. They're trying to phase out the Spider-Gwen name, but they keep using it. If you want to mm. phase it out, stop using it. There you go. Because she goes by Spider-Woman on her own Earth, which makes sense. Anyway. So, they show up, and he's like to everyone else, like, see, if we just followed Superior Spider-Man's plan, slit their throats, we would not be in this problem right now. Yeah. To which, of yeah. course, there's the response, well, if you hadn't made the cloning vats, to which his response was, if you hadn't given them transceivers. <laughs> you know, so there becomes a schism where he's like, look, here's what we do now. We find the people who actually kill them. We kill them all, and we're done with this finally. Um, and then, of course, Miles Morales is like, yeah, we're not doing that at all. That's a terrible plan. Spider-Ham's like, yeah, you guys are evil. And then Spider, Spider-Punk goes, I'm actually with Doc Ock on this one. <laughs> if we had done that, it would have been over. And you soft-hearted wimps made this happen. And Otto, Octavia Otto was like, I hate to agree with him because he was a supervillain. But he's right. These guys mm-hmm. are murderers. They're going to murder even more people now. Yeah, they're going to get away. <laughs> Hashtag mistakes. Hashtag mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> you know... And so the book basically ends with like two teams forming up and you got team goody two shoes going around recruiting other people, other spider people across the multiple saying, come with me, join together and we can stop the bad guys. And then you have superior Spider-Man because he, at uh, this issue, he ends up ditching the octopus costume, going back to mm-hmm. his superior Spider-Man costume. And so him, Spider-Punk and Octavia are going and recruiting people to, for, for team pragmatist. Yeah. Um, Team, get it done. Yeah. And that's why in Spider-Man Zero, when you recruited the PS4 Spider-Man, it was Superior mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It actually goes, hey, this leads into this issue. You know, they actually mentioned it. So, oh, and the final stinger is Ghost Spider waking up in some Earth somewhere. She doesn't know where she is or how she'll get home. So she didn't die, but she warped out. Oh, she didn't die. They just see, hey, we got this dimensional rift thing. Let's hit random on her. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like she held All on right. to it. Like, okay, blink, you're gone. And which doesn't make any sense when you could have just sucked the spider life out of her, but whatever, whatever, mm. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes more sense if she actually ran and teleported herself to escape. Yeah. Which actually from. she might've done. Who yeah. knows? They never explained it. <laughs> Do you have any friends? Available? Well, sure that are blooded by joining team pragmatist. Silly for killing. <laughs> Yay. I could get with that one. I'd get with that hashtag. <laughs> oh, that's awful. They should recruit spider. <laughs> Whoever. Oh, uh, they're te- So, uh, yeah. It's a lot to... Also, there's an interesting moment where the Inheritors... One of the Inheritors actually turned good in the previous series, and it was Karn. He actually controlled, like, the Web of Fate or something that allowed them to transverse the dimensions to get sense of what's happening in the Universal Strands. Awesome. And, uh, the female Inheritor shows up in, in the at at their base. He's like, oh, Karn, you're still here, you <laughs> fool. He's like, go. Oh, yeah, we tried to stop you. You betrayed us. Like, yeah, you were mean to me for like centuries. So you had it coming and you're evil and stuff. 
So I guess we must fight. Yes, we will fight. And then she starts sucking the juice. And he's like, wait, what? It's like, don't you get how being a totem works? You've been wearing a spider suit and helping a spider people. That makes you even to a spider totem. You realize I could eat you now. And she just kills him. So All right. <laughs> just sucks the spider totem juice out of him and he dies. Ashley Barton, a.k.a. Spider Bitch. Her mister kind of punished like Ashley. I never saw her. Nope. Uh, I have to look her up. But it wouldn't surprise me if she showed up on Team Pragmatist. So. Oh, Earth number 807128. Hmm. She's got a good costume, though. I'll give her that. There actually is a What If Spider-Man Came to Punisher issue as well that came out recently. I will throw it into chat. Throw the link in the chat if anyone is uh, is hangry for some yeah. Marvel wiki. So. I liked the art in this issue. I didn't love it. Like, there was just something a little off to me about it. Like, you see from these images, like the way the inheritors are drawn. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't put my finger on why I don't like it. Overall, I like how the panels are done. I like the way the, the pacing of the book is. Uh, I thought the use of color, like the right things are always popping when you need them to. Right. Just the action seems kind of stiff. But overall, I really like the art, like the coloring, like the inking. Really strong. I like the way the characters are written. I do like how they're showing like kind of a philosophical schism uh, between like the whole spider thing. Like, look, if we had just done this, it's like, yeah, that would have worked, but we'd be just as bad as them. Mm. They'd be like, no, because we're preventing them from killing everyone, which is what their plan is. So Mm. I I do like how they kind of bring that up. Where you, if you want to pick a side, it's really easy to justify what side you're picking. So I I like that. That's the way it should be. Which is why Marvel Civil War 1 in the comics worked really well, because you could understand both sides. And Civil War 2 completely failed, because only one side was obviously right. Right. Um, so, overall... What'd you think? What did I think of this book? I really, really enjoyed it. I really want to know what happens next. It's had some very exciting things. And... I gotta do it. Oh, no. Four stars! Oh, there it is. There it is. Start off with a four-star book. Had to happen. Had to happen. Because it is highly entertaining. Duncan's happy about the four stars. Duncan's happy about the four stars. He is. Yep. And look at that cover. That's a good cover. Sounded like a four-star. Yeah, it's a good (laughs) four-star book. All right, next book. Superman Action Comics, number 1004. 1,004. Outstanding. That's a lot of books. That is a lot of books. Written by Brian Michael Bendis. Pencils by Ryan Sook. Inks by Wade Von Graubacher. That's a fun name. That is a cool name. That is a cool name. We've brought that up before. Yeah. That's a good name. Graubacher. Awesome. Uh, Von Graubacher. That makes it even better. The Von. Put a Von in front of any name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, colors by Brad Anderson. This cover is not an example of his coloring ability. And this cover is by Steve Rude. Um, the actual cover of this is foil and shiny. Uh, so it actually looks kind of neat when it's all shiny. Well, see reflection from the monitor. Yeah, I wouldn't call it colored. Yeah, it's blue. It's, it's all foil. One, it's monochrome. Yeah, it's monochrome. Um, yeah. It's a blue monochrome. Interesting cover. Okay, yeah, it does look pretty cool. Yeah, it's a neat cover. Um, recently, DC has done a whole bunch of these foil covers. Some of them work better than others. The Supergirl one's really good. Uh, there's a Catwoman one that's just fantastic. Um, but yeah. 
This is an okay cover. It's not great. It's actually kind of crap. Actually, the cover's crap. The cover's kind of crap. Yeah, cover's crap. Yeah, it's not... It's all very 1920s cartoony. Well, type. it's like for, for, for looking at Superman. I mean, for, it's amazing how little detail Superman has, right. but how much detail the geese do. Exactly. I mean, come on. With a quick glance, like, oh, it's kind of cool. Then you look at it. Wait, where does his That's suit wrong. end? How come the yeah. cape doesn't attach to anything? How come the geese are so highly detailed? Like the guy exactly. really wanted like, to draw wow. geese and then had so to put Superman wrong. in it. Right, right. This, this was a National Geographic cover that just threw Superman on it. Right. It's just. And that's what happened. And Canada geese are, are terrible monsters. They're giant poop machines anyway. So, yes, yes. They poop on everything and they hate all people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, cover the cover looks nothing like the interior art. Thank goodness. Well, I would hope so. It's shiny, though. Shiny. Interior art. All right. Last issue. All sorts of craziness happened. Um, yep. There's a new woman working who's been working as a gossip call as a investigative reporter in, at the Daily Planet. She is linked somehow to the Red Cloud, which is murdering people. Um, they haven't said exactly how she is. Doug says a wild Superman preying on geese. He could dive like a speeding bullet and roast them with his heat vision. Instant cake, Tucky fried geese. Um, he could. The mm-hmm. uh, but this woman has figured out who is very, very certain that's Peter Parker. Not Peter Parker. Clark Kent is Superman. She went so far as to acquire a sliver of kryptonite, hide it in her purse. Mm-hmm. And then when Clark showed up at the office, like, oh, I'm feeling really sick. And they're like, oh, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. He's like, knows exactly where it is. He's like, oh, hell. Right? Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, he doesn't know exactly where it is for some reason. But there's kryptonite, so he has to, like, take a day off and... You know, when he finally gets out of there, he gets better. But that was the last issue. So lots of weird stuff happening there. And it ended with um, he didn't know that Lois Lane was back in town until he, like, heard about it somehow. And then he went and flew down and, like, caught her, like, trying to hide under a wig and stuff. Hooking? No, no. It looks like? It looks like hooking. It, That's the last it issue. It looks like it, yeah. But at the end of the last issue, she's visited by Lex Luthor. It's like, so we need to talk, Miss Kent. Right. Um, this issue, one of the first things is uh, the new gossip columnist, uh, Trish, you know, has gotten a picture of Lex Luthor visiting Lois Lane. Yeah, and looking all, you yeah. know, I, I can see how someone could see that picture and go, oh, yeah, he's right. going to tap that. They were yeah. seeing together last night in Chicago. The reports of canoodling, but there always are. Any comments? Because right now, they're trying to make him the story because Lois is like the top reporter who's missing and blah, 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 blah. And he's right. just like, like, no comment. You know, I that's I work here. That's my life. And, and, you know, Perry gets pissed immediately because this gets sprung on him too. You know, he's like, that's it. That's not how we run things around here. Um, uh, so, uh, Soups goes... Flies off business, Lois, and she's like, "Oh, uh, hi, honey." He's like, "Why were Don't you?" Don't you hi, honey, me? You yeah. You well, he knows her? he knows she's not doing anything. Well, yeah, but still. But they end up having a conversation. Like, I didn't know you're back. Why are you here? Uh, in between bouts of coitus, the uh, they have you know interrupts their talking as they're reunited. 
Yeah, sure. Got it. And it's like, oh, why did you, what happened up there? Why did you, you know, all this stuff gets resolved. Not even mention because honestly, it's kind of dumb. And that right now, she like needs a break. They're not, she's like, I still love you. I'm not breaking up. I don't want, I don't want to separate. But right now, I just need a little time to go write my novel. And, you know, there's still much stuff going on. He's like, no, you know, I'm always there for you. Then he's like, wait. And he has to fly off and save the world. He comes back real quick. Yeah, maybe you have a point, you know. And then, so at the end, he goes off back doing his thing. Okay. So here's what it is. You have Mr. Bendis basically doesn't want to write Superman's family. He doesn't okay. want Supergirl around. He wants nope. Superman to be by himself doing Superman stuff. So he's found flimsy-ass excuses to yep. get his family out of the way. What and about his kid? His kid is uh, flying through outer space with his grandpa. Got it. Check. And Lois originally went with him, but Lois got sick of it real fast. I would too. Yeah. And just had and got dropped off some other planet and, and hitched a ride back to Earth on a sp- passing flying saucer. That's a little weird, but okay. And that's essentially what happened. That's not exactly, but I'm just really annoyed that Jurgens did a fantastic job building the Superman family. Yeah, integrating it seamlessly. Right, and in, it all made sense. And they were loving, yeah. happy family who had you know, minor issues like all families have. Yeah, sure. And there was actual character development and progression. Uh, they were in an interesting spot. He's like he threw all of that out as yep. fast as he possibly could. They now are working at the Daily Planet. Basically, he reset the clock to 1979. That's awesome. what he wanted. And it's crap. Um, it's decently well written, but I hate where it's going. Yes. It's like, if you can't build off of... If the Dan Jurgen stuff was horrible, absolute nonsense, just a giant mess you couldn't deal with... Secret War! <laughs> like, Secret War... Like, what happened... Like, Secret Empire? Like, uh... Yeah. Spider-Woman, you know, throw that yes. crap out. Ditch it. This was good, and everyone liked it. But Bendis just didn't want to deal with it. That's not what he wanted to write. So he, at least he didn't kill them off. Yeah, yeah, that would have been something. Or, or break them up completely. Or have them get divorced and hate each other. Yeah. Or yeah. have Mixelplit come in and reset everything. Yes, that that is that is a big go-to move with Superman. Right, so at least yeah. that didn't happen. But, but I, it's, I, it, yeah, so saying the writing is good is usually a good thing. But if you're writing about someone being murdered or, or writing, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're reading something that's really well written that you hate, it makes it worse. Right. I mean, maybe it's cause I'm old and I have family and kids. I like seeing a superhero in that position. Who's making it work who is a good person, who isn't an alcoholic who is going to start sleeping around the instant, you know, the instant he's alone and has a fifth Iron vodka. Man. Iron Man. Um, yeah. Well, Iron Man's never gotten married either. But That's true. He dodged that bullets. You know, or the instant they start having a happy relationship, um, their secret agent fiancé gets sent out of town, or their supervillain fiancé all of a sudden turns evil for no reason. Or, you know, basically mm. any time... That was Captain America. Any time... Yep. Or their supervillain fiance or, all of a sudden or, gets cold feet. No, no, no. You you forgot the the uh, the age old uh, uh, girlfriend or fiance or wife in the refrigerator. Yeah, or gets murdered. Woman in the fridge. Yeah, that literally happened to Green Lantern. Yep. Kyle Rayner and Kyle uh, Rayner. Yep. God, but there's all these stupid things. At least none of that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I don't understand that. why. You could. It's just that what that's what he wants to write. And 
I don't see why it's necessary. I don't like the direction it takes the character. It's like serious backstepping. It makes it way... It, it makes it less interesting to me. Because it feels like less of a complete character to more of just a... It's the guy in tights. You know? Yes. Ah, James Bond movies twice. Yeah. 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 At least none of that happened. See, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. So, I want to say, I think the art's really strong. Except I like, the cover. Except the cover. Well, the cover has nothing to do with the inside of the book. The only way the cover, to me, really affects the score is if it's so insanely good, you should buy it just for the cover. You know, you can have a bad cover and look past it. This is, you know, one of the worst covers I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. But it's shiny. What's funny is when I got this book, I was like, oh. Can I get the alternate? Do you have the alternate cover that's not chrome on this one? He's like, what? Everyone likes their chrome covers. Not this one. So they did not have the alternate cover. Oh. Unless they would have got that. The alternate cover shows uh, Superman and Lois making out. Anyway, what did I give this book? I said, I, I like it and don't like it. So it leaves me very conflicted. And do you know what happens to books that do that, people? Oh, don't give it two and a half. Two and a half. Ah, damn it. This it, is not a two and a half. Oh. What, you want three? Right. I'll give you three. No, no, two. It's no, two it's not two. Yes. It's way better than two. No, it's not. Well, way better than two is not two and a half. Then it's slightly better than two. No. Then it's three. No, no. <laughs> you yeah, keep complaining, you'll end up at four. No. <laughs> Raiders are 38 says, hey, heathen dog. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that at uh, <laughs> I think this is a linear scale. <laughs> <laughs> it is two and a half. It's a very yeah. midline average book. The art's pretty good. It's not great. There is some stuff happens that's pretty good. I don't see the need for. I'm having a serious conversation about a relationship. Okay, let's bang. Okay, now we're done banging. Let's talk some more. Oh, round two, soups. We're gonna bang. All right, now we're talking about a relationship again. I didn't need that. So it looks like they're just going to meet up for booty calls now. Oh, Baldahar, you missed the four-star book. You missed the four-star. That was the first book. So two and a half. Axonics 1004. I'm hoping the next issue is good. I what are we discussing tonight? Right now we're talking about comics books. Raven Slayer 38. Last book of the night. Star Wars. Dr. Aphra, number 25. Oh, the best for last, I hope. Written by Simon Spurrier. Pencils by Kev Walker. Inks. Mark Deering. Colors. Java Tartaglia. Cover, Ashley Witter. That's a good cover. It is a good cover. That it, is it, an example of a good cover. That is a fantastic cover. You see the ominous shadow of Darth Vader? Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? And you have Dr. Aphra for some reason. Really, it's just Star Wars. Oh, well. It's not really Star Wars. It's Dr. Yeah, Aphra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really Star Wars. It's Star Wars story. Kind of like Solo. Of course, better. Darth Vader's in this one. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, you, you have Dr. Aphra. Uh, in the cover, pictured as the hero of the story, especially when in comparison to Darth Vader, whose shadow she is underneath. But everyone knows that Dr. Aphra is the furthest from a hero you can get without being a bad guy. Pretty much. And, uh, and th- this is this is probably misleading in every way. Actually, no. This scene really? almost appears in the book. Almost. Almost. Yeah, I, is... I don't think Dr. Afro will be dumb enough to be caught in the same room with Vader. Well, about, like, she's been stuck exits. on a prison asteroid. All right. Um, 
where it's like one of those weird psycho 80s movie prison, you know, post-apocalyptic apocalyptic prisons where everyone has cortical bombs. And if you stray too far from certain places, everyone, you both die. Right. Oh, that's a running man. Yeah. Basically one of those things. Yeah. Um, But it's an asteroid that due to current events uh, has been destabilized and is hurtling toward a planet. Awesome. Uh, the planet is in ha- is only inhabited by like a, a rebel base. Oh, so no one cares about it. Right, no one really cares. Whereas there's no clue about the current canon. Uh, Last Star Wars canon Avalon was, was back uh, a long time ago. Yeah. So, there has been a lot of crazy stuff happening on this on this stupid... Uh, it's not really an asteroid so much as a collection of spaceships all clung together. Sure. Like giant craters over years and years and years have built up a very large mass. This is basically where the Empire sends prisoners to, like, forget about them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Siberia of space. Yes. Um, but, Afra got sent here, but she actually had a plan to escape. Unfortunately, her plan was thwarted. Which was bad for her. So her sure. secondary plan, she came up with. She has a shape-shifting buddy who she had imitate... Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Oh, I had his name. Uh, in the original Star Wars, Episode 4, the uh, yes. the evil, the ugly guy who's like, you'll be sorry, I've got the death star. Oh, right, him. Uh, yeah, Dr. I don't, I don't Cornelius, yeah, I whatever his name is. I got it's not Cornelius, yeah. it's Dr. No, it's Need a real Star Wars shirt. But, he... Uh, one of the people who's after Dr. Afra is obsessed with killing this guy. So Dr. Afra was buddy with the shapeshifter on this plant, on this place. It's like, Hey, I need you to go look like, like Dr. So-and-so Cornelius Evazon. Hey, it is Cornelius. Yep. So yeah, I need you to look like Dr. Evazon. It's like, uh, that guy's like a really bad guy. Just shapeshift to look like him. We're going to talk to this guy. So basically talk to the guy is like, I don't trust you, Afra, but you actually have him with you. So I'll come there and pick him up. So her plan was basically to... So she's freezing the shapeshifter. He's like, well, what do you do now? All right, hold that shape. Then she's freezing him. Yep. Just, just, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yep. The, uh... The plan being that she'll take... He'll take the shapeshifter. I don't remember. It's all just too convoluted. Let's just say every one of her plans failed. Good. Um, And one of the worst parts is... Her former employee's current employer, who she's actually hiding from on the prison planet. The robots, right. The murder droids, Triple yeah. uh, Zero and, and BT-6, BT-9, uh, have found her, and they're very disappointed in her. So they decide mm. to make a call to someone who's also looking to kill her, Mr. Darth Vader. Oh, Mr. Darth Vader. How formal. Okay. <laughs> so Darth Vader shows, uh, shows up here. Uh because he shows up, the Empire stops the planetary descent of this thing. Well, yeah, now it's important. Yeah. So he shows up, he lands, and of course the crazy murder world prisoners are like, ah, kill him! And when Dr. Aphra sees this, she's like, run, run for your name lines. Why don't we fight? Nope, 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 everyone runs. <laughs> and he just begins murdering everything in sight. Yeah, yeah. Darth Vader at this point in time is a protected object. Right. He has He's no, invulnerable. He has no care about any of these prisoners anyway. Nope. 
He doesn't care how bad they think they are. He just murders them with impunity. He has no care. It comes to the point where the evil R2 unit, or BT-6, comes out Mm -hmm. and, like, pops all the rocket launchers. He's like, get out of my way, droid. Whatever. It just kills it. Murders it. That's the panel on the right. He just murders the murder droid. Nice. One slash, completely gone. Um, So Dr. Aphra's like, okay, 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 okay. She grabs her buddy, uh, her... Her lover Frozen who, buddy? No. Her yeah. Empire captain buddy who didn't... Long story. Who came yep. to get her and ended up getting stuck here as well. Are they buddies or buddy buddies? They are, they, they are uh, knocking boots. Buddy buddies. Got it. Okay. And the poor the poor captain, the Empire captain, actually in, Imperial captain is actually in love with her. Yeah. You know. Sad for her. And Aphra probably loves her back because she's so twisted in the head. That it's not going to work out. Yeah. She so, can only hurt the ones she loves. Right. So then, but Aphra's like, okay. They actually have an inter- they have an interrogation room there. And in it, they have this weird squid alien that they could use to mess with people's memories, right? Right. So her plan is, okay, Vader's coming for me. He will not stop. He will kill everyone. We cannot do anything about it. We cannot lie to him. He will use the force and pull out of her brain. The only solution yep. is to hook me up to the interrogator thing and wipe all of my memories. All of them. All of them. And the captain, the Imperial captain's like, I, 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 I can't do that. I, I, she actually breaks down finally, but she loves her. She's like, and after it's like really messed up, she's like, you don't understand. This is Darth Vader. He doesn't care about your rank. He doesn't care about anything. He will kill no, you just for no. knowing me. He's killed generals just for funsies. Right. For captain. Oh, something's happening. Oh, Algarian gifted a tier one sub to Mar Hawkman. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you, Algarian. So, um, but eventually the captain, you see the bottom panel there, says, no, no, do it. Wipe my mind instead. And she's like, what? Why? And she's like, look, I'm Imperial. She was actually, the, the droids, oh, it wasn't the droids who sent the call. It was her who sent the call mm-hmm. that ended up getting intercepted by Darth Vader. Right. It's like, look, I sent the call. I brought him here. I didn't know this was going yeah. to happen. But if you wipe my mind, he'll find me. I won't have any memory of it. He won't know for sure you were here. Right. That's that's our only chance. And after like he'll probably kill you. She's like I don't care. I just <sighs> if you wipe your mind, he's just gonna kill you anyway. Mm, and me. Fair. This way, at least you'll live. Maybe. It's like well, all right. So she hooks her up to the squid thing. And the main th- and. The thing is, well, the reason she got sent to this prison place was because she knew there was a the body of an ancient Jedi was actually in one of these ships that had sure. an ancient lightsaber that she could sell as an archaeology archaeological find for sure. a huge sum of money. Yeah. So she acquired that while she was here, which leads to the cover image right. of her with the lightsaber and the dead a murder droid all along the floor. Yes, that was good. Vader did that. So, um, what do we think? Well, well, that's not where it ends, though. A lot. Of, this is a what? really dense book. Wow. <laughs> After right. that, she runs off, and you see Afro watching like through a monitor what happens. Vader finds the captain and says, sure. and basically is like, "What are you doing here? Where's Afro?" He's like, oh, my lord, I didn't know. He's like, he just starts slamming her around. Life is not what I cared. I asked you where the hell Afro was. Not those words, exactly. And uh, 
she tells him I she wanted to leave me I I was in love with her I I murdered her myself and I dropped the body and that's when triple zero the murder droid shows up behind after like oh this is delicious look at this <laughs> this is fascinating and uh wait 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 hang on so she implanted memories in her yes and oh, the bird was like, okay. so what did you do you naughty little minx you implanted memories like wife your memory wouldn't be enough vader would just kill her and keep looking for me she would kill everyone if I made Vader think that she murdered me and disintegrated the body, maybe she'll live. And he'll definitely stop looking for me. At which point the murder droid is just just ecstatic. He's like, oh, my dear doctor, a noble sure. sacrifice tra nope. uh, tr uh, transmuted into a selfish new start. And all it cost was the guilt-addled doom of a lover. Just when I started thinking, I'm getting tired of you. Oh, do stop blubbering. It's no pleasure torturing people who are already miserable. Wow. Yeah, so she's planning to... She grabs her, takes her off. Uh, Vader, meanwhile, has decided not to kill the captain, but to interrogate her later. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, ends... Uh, but while that's happening... The Rebels, now that the giant space station prison colony has stopped descending on the planet where the colony is, actually had enough time to get everyone out of there and escape. Okay. Silver lining. Yep. And then they see a bunch of Imperial ships parked on this thing, and they're like, hell, on our way out. Might they, as well get rid of the trash. Yep. They start blowing the crap out of every ship they see. Yep. Uh, which just happens to be one of the colonies, uh, one of the, the prison transport ships they're about to load the captain on, so she's actually able to escape, it looks like. But Ooh. as they're blowing stuff up, there's actually a really hilarious scene where uh, you see where the X-wing pilots like her like uh, what does she say? Says hey, no idea why the imps put a pause on the impact. It feared to use it to our advantage. You managed to come back to Volt to pick up the Volt Cobra. You expect to repair, repair me real soon. Well, what a Dr. Afra. No sign, man. But uh, Tan Leader, you got incoming. So sort of weird red light from below. And it's a giant spinning red lightsaber, which cuts one of the X-Wings in half. Oops. <laughs> uh, to which the, the leader immediately goes, Oh, Vader. Uh, wait, did you say Vader? All right, do not engage. Do not engage. Do not no, engage. No, Everyone, fly away. away. Fly away and pray <laughs> for your lives. <laughs> the entire X-Wing X squadron is like, ah! Just, just bolts. No, um, actually, that, that reminds me of... Uh, I only say this because it's, it's pertinent to my segment. Uh, Naruto's father, the the fourth Hokage, uh, every other nation had an immediate retreat order when he entered the battlefield. Yep, it was, it was standing order that if you see him on the battlefield, you just run away. So yep. that was pretty funny. Um, so all that crap has gone down, and then as Triple Zero, the evil murder droid, is dragging Afra back to his ship, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, their shape-shifting buddy shows back up. Ah, uh, the frozen ice, I apparently... Well, he was on a ship, and apparently, um, the guy taking away on a ship, un like, it's like, oh, I can't believe I finally have Dr. Esfet all this time, and Afra was the one who gave it to me. How deliciously... Hmm. Afra did this, huh? So he immediately unthought him, found out it was a shape-shifter, 
and said, okay, flew back, and that's when he'd have getting killed. Uh, but the shapeshifter got away. <laughs> nice. Um, so the shapeshifter shows up in front of the droid in Afro, and is all, hey, I beg your pardon. I do hate to. It's like, uh, but Pulse's ship is back there fine, so if we hurry back, we can take his ship to you. The droid says, I beg your pardon. I do hate to be so prompt. But please believe I'll shred your nervous system. You don't answer me promptly. What do you mean BT-63 was destroyed? At which pace, the shapeshifter pulls out a a droid neuralizer gun, hits it, nullifies the droid. Afro goes, lost mm-hmm. it. You saved me. How could I ever think? And then hits her with a stunner. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Final closing scene of Vader uh, saying that the Afro case is closed, that she's dead. And then... Afro wakes up on the sh- on a ship, and lost at the ship shifter is doing some sort of uh, maintenance on the droid. Ma- uh, he's amazed at how the droid is basically built for immorality and built for torture. He's just actually amazed by it, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, and quite a trick, really." By the way, I'm not even a shapeshifter. Afro's like, "What?" Has he ever heard of the Procleg? Fascinating little beast, bioengineered. Only few ever made. And I stole one. Well, I've been wearing it, so. He pulls it off, the big squid thing on his head, he pulls it off, and it's just a squid. And underneath is Dr. Cornelius ah! Evazan. He's like, what's funny is Pulsa had me the whole time. <laughs> he's like, That's awesome. Oh, crap. And they're like, so Afro's like, yeah, yeah, this droid of yours. I figure you two are both some evil immoral bastards. You deserve each other. So uh, I took the cortical bomb that they put in me out, and I put it in the droid. And so if you two are ever more than 100 meters from each other, you both die. If one of you Ooh. dies, the other one goes off. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so you two bastards deserve each other. I'm taking the ship here. Bye-bye. Later, I'm going to kill the bar. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, what? There's actually a wait, very what? long, uh, not very long, just a few pages of Cornelius basically breaking down what he did and why. And it basically boils down to because you two are both bastards, you deserve each other. And that's coming from me. So think about that. And the last panel is her crying as the murder droid starts waking back up. Mm-hmm. As she has to like deal with the consequences of her actions. Oh, man. Very dense book. Lots going on. Emotional roller coaster. Uh, this was a payoff for a lot of different plot lines that have been woven over the last ten issues. Sure. Um, wow, Afro just becomes more irredeemable and also kind of more sad as it goes on. Just, man. Uh, I missed the writing. I think though was missing some of the charm that uh, Kieran Gillian, the original writer, had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sprayer was also writing some of those issues. Parkside is hilarious, Andy. It is hilarious, but man, Afra's really turned out to be a very deep and interesting character. She's highly imperfect. She doesn't always choose the most immoral choice, but she always is trying to get ahead herself. Right. And she kind of half-heartedly tries to do the right thing for other people, but if she has yeah, to yeah. use them, you know. Yeah, it's it's not it's not just that it's her against everyone. It's her first, but not everyone has to lose for me right. to win. Yeah. Um, I really miss the uh, the previous artist. I can't remember their name right now. This art in here, as you can see from these panels, it's not bad. It's not great. The previous artist was great. This is just not bad. Um, so it gets the job done. Use of color is good. Um, it's not like one thing I uh, I really appreciate the way it was done previously. Like, because uh, Doctor Afra came from the first Darth Vader comic series that uh, Marvel did recently, 
And that art was just fantastic. When Vader moved, it looked like he moved in the freaking movies. It was very stiff. Uh, but ah, but this doesn't really look like that. You know, there's a little too much action going on in his poses. Um, but I love the writing. I love the way the characters are written. It's over the top, but believable. It's in that area. It's high action. It's high drama. When it's amazing to see when Afra pulls something out, you're like, yes, because you can see how all the strands were built and her doing it. But this time, it's actually been, haha, she pulls it off, and then some seemingly unrelated event shuts it down. Usually Jedi-related. And it's just been a series of tragedies recently. You're hoping, I'm hoping maybe she learns a little something from all this. But, especially when the murder she, droid... She's doomed. She's yeah, doomed she's pretty doomed at this point. Because the murder mm -hmm. droid will just say, oh, I can't kill you? Well, I could do a lot of things and keep you alive. You know. So, man, really, really liked this book. The only thing I can knock on it is the art, because it was such a great payoff to everything that had been going on the last year. This was the payoff for the year, and it worked so well. Um, a lot of, I had a lot of emotion. I skipped a bunch, too. Ah, Zandra, thank you oh, for the Zandra, cheer. Thank you. Awesome. Um, this, I can't give it five stars because the art isn't, hot, isn't good enough. It gets the job done. I don't hate it, but it's not great. Four and a half. Four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Loved okay. this book. I wish the art was better. That's all I could really say. The cover is awesome. The cover is awesome. The cover is yeah. freaking incredible. Which is which is really a flip. Yeah, compared to uh, Superman or action comics. Well, no, I mean most books in general. Yeah, Usually most books will have awesome. like an incredible yeah. cover, and then the interior art, like oh. No, no I, I mean like. Most books lately have been the cover sucks, but the interior art's better. Yeah, uh, depends. Depends. Back in the day, they spent yeah, a lot more time on the on the presentation, but eh. yeah, I really miss the days when like that's one of the reasons I like the Spider Geddon cover so much. It's done by the same guy, does the art, so it looks right. the same. So that's the, the same way it level. used to right. be. Yeah, and that just doesn't happen anymore. Mm. But God, I love this book. Um, as I mentioned before, Doctor Afro is a is a creation purely of the current. She's a three-year-old character. She's only been around since the Darth right. Vader series that Marvel started three years ago. Yep. And she's popular enough in the Star Wars community that she's actually got... Her own book. Yeah, well, she has her own comic books, but she actually has her own action figure now. Ooh, nice. Uh, they actually voted on, for the, for the Star Wars convention, they had all these obscure characters, like a list of like five or... I think it was ten obscure characters. Like, which fan favorite characters get their own action figure? And Dr. Aphra won by a mile. Yeah. Even though she's only ever appeared in comics. Never a cartoon, never a novel, just these books. Yep. But she's that popular. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, four and a half. Loved this book. I still highly recommend Dr. Aphra. Great, great book. What are your thoughts? What okay. do you think of these comics? Have you been reading any comics you think are better or worse? Uh, what are your thoughts on Superman and how they are kind of semi doing a soft reset of the character? Do you yeah. like that? Do you think it's half-assed reset, basically? Eh, I consider it more of a soft reset. He's actually put a lot of thought into it, I can tell, but I don't like it. <laughs> but if you like it, let me know. Tell me why. Uh, if you have any suggestions for future comic reviews, I know recently Max Leo posted a whole bunch of comics he's reading without telling me I should check out any of them. So let me know if anything I should check out. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Zon. Don't miss an episode. You can on Twitch. You can go follow. Say, hey, what's Legion of Myth doing something? Let me tell you. All the time. You get notified. Oh. Then you subscribe. Yay!
I can get giveaways now. You can. <laughs> you can. Big giveaways. And then you go to YouTube. I'm going to subscribe there too. Wow, it hurt. It hurt so good. And there you are. <laughs> it doesn't actually hurt. So, no, it doesn't. It's just li- good. But if lightning bolts shoot out of your computer, you need to get that looked at. Yeah, yeah. You're sure to get that checked out. Right. Uh, Fat War Garthon, Comic Poll, Team Up Segments on YouTube. Check them out. Uh, Sunday Stream, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Uh, doing, right now, we're doing Star Trek Online. Yes, we are. On Garthon. Foundry Missions, if the Foundry's up. If not, we're yeah, running if events. If the Foundry's up, we don't know yet. We yeah. are running events with you, the people That's of the right. universe. The people of the world. If you have an no, internet Only connection. this world. Humans first. If you have an internet connection, an STO account, and a... And well, you're human. You, can, you don't have to be human. If you have a max no. level character... Join yes, us. because the the whole uh, level scaling does not work for you. Le- yeah, level scaling's worked. Right Roxas now, says so. it's been a lot of Superman comics he loved over the years, but more than that, we're kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm. Superman is very hit and miss. Um, I really liked Jurgen's last run though. I thought it was a really strong run. All Jurgen's Superman's pretty good. There's always misses though. All right, so thank you very much for watching, everyone. Let's go to the RNG. All right. In the RG today, we are going to talk about something we heard about recently. Breaking news. Not that, well, a couple days. Yeah. Star Trek Lower Decks was announced for the CBS. Uh, all Access. All Access. Yeah. Under their new CBSI animation imprint. Oh! Yep. Where? They are going to have. It's going to be about the Lower Decks characters. Not these guys. These yeah. guys are no, on the no, bridge. No, no, not these guys. Yeah, there you go. The, yeah, the Lower ensigns and crewmen and whatnot. Um, in the pitch, Mike McCain said he wanted to write a story about the guy who puts the yellow card into the original series food replicator so it'll make a banana. He wants to do that guy. Go. The guys who clean All the right. floors. The guys who make sure the sonic showers work. That's what it's yep. about. Uh, yep. What is Star Trek Lower Decks? It's supposed to be a half-hour comedy written by Mike okay. McMahon. Who the hell is that guy? He was a writer for Rick and Morty. Which a lot of people like. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Not, there's like no picture of it yet. This is Mark Hawkman. No picture of it yet. That's the original nope. animated series. But Star Trek, it's animated. It's all I got. Um, now Mark McMahon is a major Star Trek geek. Mm-hmm. Um. He also wrote Warped, an engaging guide to the never aired eighth season of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, okay. Super geek. Got st- it. Well, it originally yeah. started out that. The uh, Star Trek Next Generation 8th season actually started out as a Twitter feed, which had episodes like, uh, I can't remember the name of it. There was one where Wesley was experimenting uh, with dinosaur DNA, which accidentally got infused with uh, with Riker's beard. You know, it was making the Beardosaurus Rex, which terrorized, you know. So, uh, Duncan says, oh god, here's season 8, this should be good, because TNG season 8 is great. Yeah, it's hilarious, all the insane plots go on. They're semi-believable, but they're insane. There's some great stuff there. And there's a book of it. It's on Amazon. You can buy it right now. Um, I never have well, seen a full of episode that, of Rick and Morty. Hang on. Hang on. So, speaking of that, there's already a book about this. It was written mean? before. What do you mean? Uh, John Scalzi. Red Shirts. A novel with three codas. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Absolutely amazing. That's another unofficial book. Yes. Yes. It it was all about, uh, it was was a Star Trek ripoff. They couldn't use Star Trek, obviously. But, you know, it was the 
those UW. Uh, yeah. I forget what it was long for, but uh, uh, instead of the Federation, it was the UW. And uh, it was, it was all lieutenants and lower ensigns and whatever. And they were all being screwed over and it was all a thing. And, and it was, ex- it was extremely cool because they actually found out why, you know, everything seemed to be made of explodium and, 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 and why, you know, all of the main, all of the, the main bridge crew got weird all, all of a sudden for small periods of time, did, did stupid things and they actually fixed it. It was awesome. That. I think I read that years ago. Vaguely oh, remember. It's right here. There's the Amazon. Bam. Anyway, but the uh, so this is looking promising. Um, there's already I've already heard some people kind of complain about it, like ah, it's only on the network. Well, yeah, well, that that's is what that they're is fair. doing. Yeah. yeah. The, the CBS All Access might as well have been named the Star Trek Network. Exactly. Because that's the only reason only reason it. people buy it. Yeah. And they're adding more Star Trek. I'm not going to complain. Uh, some people say that making a con- – I've actually heard complaints from people hmm. saying that by making a parody series, it waters it down and makes Star Trek less serious. No, no, no. I could – That's stupid. I could see it. I don't I agree with it, but I could see it. Because if you watch your Star Trek to be super serious, then you're not going to no. put up with a silly show about Well, it. if you watch your Star Trek to be super serious, then, you know, you're just going to get – Discovery. Five fans. Dis- you know, Discovery yeah. super serious. Yeah. Discovery super serious. And it really frankly sucks. Sorry, guys. Frankly See, sucks. I wasn't going there. Yeah, but, you, you uh, went there in your heart, though. So this could be a lot of fun. And even if you just consider it like not canon, it's not part of the storyline, it's just some silly thing. Great. You know what? You're allowed to have yeah. fun with the things you love. Yes. You yes, know, you that's are. why people, you know, write silly poetry about Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. Right. You know, that's why there if, there are books called Board of the Rings. You right. Know. And the was it the the Knights of the Round Table comic? Remember that one? Oh, Knights of the Dinner Table. Knights of the Dinner Table. That's yeah. it. Yes, yes. Knights of the Dinner Table. It was an awesome comic. Yeah. It made fun of us. Uh, Mark says it doesn't need to be parody to be comedy though. That's true. Yes, that's true. But uh, uh, if if you call it a parody, the hardcore people are are harder to kill you with. Because you're calling it a parody. You're saying this is not real. This is a funny imitation. So get off get off my crotch. Right. Maybe they'll, I haven't actually seen the term parody bandied about for this yet. It's just a comedy. So who knows? Who knows? And who knows what era it's going to take place and who knows any of that right now? So considering all the next-gen stuff he's written, that's kind of like where the bets would be is next-generation era. Yeah, right. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I... You know, I'm, I'm on easily, the point, easily going to give it a shot. Honestly. Yeah. After yeah. after they uh, the whole thing is is on all access, I'll, you know, subscribe for a month and watch it all. So <laughs> because that's what you do now, apparently. Yep. Uh, so I, I'm pretty. Are you excited about this, heathen dog? I am. I'm actually going to, to watch it when it comes out, at least the first episode. Yeah, it's probably worth subscribing because the first episode is probably going to be free. Maybe, maybe, we'll see. If 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 they follow their all access pattern, right? Well, the all access they gave you half of the first episode of Discovery for free. Okay, well so, then I'll watch half, I guess. Yeah, so I I'm interested, very interested, very interested. Free trial, one week. Yeah, do that. Unless you've already taken the free trial to watch Discovery, well, then you're boned. Usually, the free trial is like every once a year. Oh, okay. Well, then you're like going. the voice with Tuvok and those McKee crewmen. Yeah. 
Uh, there was a Next Generation Lower Decks episode as well. Yes, yes. Which was great. Uh, there was also a Discovery they keep Lower Decks Duncan episode, Idaho too. more. I yeah. should check my the, emails. They send them to me. Yeah, they also did a Discovery Lower Decks episode as well. It's called uh, The Good Shepherd, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Where, where, where Janeway went on the Delta Flyer with three of the least performing crewmen on the ship. Yeah. That was a neat episode. Yeah, so those are fun episodes. So this is going to be really interesting to see where this goes. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say about it. Because we don't know anything. No one knows no, anything. We don't, yeah, we don't even have a picture yet. Right. So yeah, this can't is, even My bullet that, points yeah. are everything we know. Yep. <laughs> Half-hour comedy. Main writer, this guy. That's what we know. And we know the general sales pitch. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's really all that's been on my mind in RG. So I've been thinking about that. Like, will it be good? It should be good. I've been mostly sleeping this week. So yes, you've I been mostly it. dealing with illness. Yes. 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 All I'm right. over the illness, but not the effects of it. Oh, yes. God. I think he's That's emailing Duncan whiter, more. Uh, I'm whiter than usual. Week trials. I need to check my email, see if I can email those. You probably do. I probably do. Thank you for watching. Here is our daily schedule. Every single day, we're streaming for you, the people. Not just of planet Earth, but dare I say, the galaxy. Outside this galaxy, no. Screw you, Andromeda. You no, cannot have this. No, no, stop it. Yes, it will be animated, Raven Slayer 38. Milky Way only. Milky Way only. Milky Way power. I will stand by that. Uh, <laughs> we're not the I best galaxy, that, but we're the I proudest. Yep, yep. I like how Garrett has named his days Mighty Monday, Superhero Games. Tolkien Tuesdays, Middle Earth Games, Wild Card Wednesday, Any Game, Trekkin' Thursday, Fearful Friday. Also, I want to say this week, um, I am going to be streaming starting yes. Monday. Uh, I'm uh, probably... Really? That? I thought you were going to start Tuesday. I'm going to start Monday. Okay. So wait, th wait this I is can't do it Monday. It would be very, very late. This is notice. That has to be Tuesday. Well, I'm going to do it after Algarian stream. Algarian usually stops streaming, you know, at a reasonable hour. <laughs> well, well, we should draw it until we're done coloring it. You might want to get in touch with them. But uh, plan to do a late night stream of the PlayStation 2 game, Rule of Rose, a horror game that was banned in yes. Britain. Yes. So I'm going to be running that because, at night. Because of the Halloween. child abuse allegations? or uh, Not child abuse, but they thought child... it, was, it was little girls in strange situations they should not be in. Right. Which um, technically is abuse. but okay. Well, it's like Lord of the Flies situations, not like people... Super bad, yeah, but pervert. put it in there purposefully. Yeah. Yes, very creepy stuff. Rule of yes. Rose, Band of Britain, gonna be playing that. Now he's got to plug in. His phone's gonna die. No. Elgar says it off when I want to start. Uh, it'll it'll be cut. It'll be late. So don't don't worry too. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, again. because it has to be late. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's just gonna be up through Halloween. Yes. So I don't know. If, probably won't be able to complete the game in that time, but we will try it out. Starting yep. Tuesday. Yes. All right. Individual schedules. That's everyone. We're individuals here. Mm -hmm. Okay, has so We're many. We're our own people. <laughs> I have so few. That's okay. Join the Legion. You can do so through Discord. Tweet us at, twi at Twitter. We have the Twitter. You can tweet us there. We have the That's tweeters. what they do. We could tweet all be twits. Together. Together. Yes. Oh, wrong thing. All right. Ninja Gaiden. So thank you everyone. We hope you enjoyed this audio version available to SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music. Watch us on Twitch. Subscribe. No one were there. 
that your support keeps us going, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. You can do so through a Patreon subscription at patreon.com slash leashmyth. Streamlabs donation, twitch.streamlabs.com slash leashmyth. Getting our gear. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find love with your Legion of Myth gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Or cheer us through Twitch. Zontrem does it. He's cool. He likes Zontrem. The great ways. Let us know how you're feeling at that time. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. We all greatly appreciate it. Do you have any final words of wisdom, Heathen Dog? Everyone have a safe Halloween. Do not bite into your apples. I learned that from uh, Firefly. Do not do that. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. Have a great Dirtle Anomaly. Thank you, Dominic.